I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me because you didn't use LinkedIn jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job, but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash people today. When you're ready to pop the question, the last thing you want to do is second guess the ring. At BlueNile.com, you can design a -a one-of-a-kind ring with the ease and convenience of shopping online. Choose your diamond and setting. When you find the one, you'll get it delivered right to your door. Go to BlueNile.com and use promo code LISTEN to get $50 off your purchase of $500 or more. That's code LISTEN at BlueNile.com for $50 off your purchase. BlueNile.com, code LISTEN. This coming Thursday night, the 19th of November, at the Everyman Theatre as part of the Played by Ear season that's taking place at the moment, Lex Talionis, A Tale of Vengeance and Feathers by Liam Halen is going to be broadcast to everyone who tunes in. So I spoke to director Katrina Foley about this show, which has had quite a long period of development, right back to the Midsummer Festival via a journey through the Fringe Festival in Dublin and much, much critical acclaim both with audiences and critics alike. They get in everywhere. Scumbags by dark words. They think they own the place. Katrina, good morning. I'm catching you early on a Saturday morning because you're about to go off to work. You're one of the few essential services. And I would also say that there's a few other essential services closed in all as they are. I would call them the arts. I would call them theatre. <laughs> That's another essential service you're doing in the Everyman next Thursday when Lex Talionis not quite opens its doors, but opens everyone's ears online through Play It By Ear. It's the next production that's going out on Thursday. And Lex Talionis is a play by Liam Halen that carries its own tale that goes back some years. You were on the show last talking to Elle Marie before Lex Talionis actually got to the Dublin Theatre Fringe Festival. That's when it really started to take off. But it took quite a journey even to get that far before you met Elle Marie. Katrina... Lex Talionis, just for anyone who's listening in, could you just give us a quick potted summary of what is it about? It's it's described as a tale of vengeance and feathers. <laughs> That's right. So Lex Talionis is a play about four birds mm-hmm. in court. So you have Hugh, who is a rook, and he has chicks coming. Mooney is a younger rook, whose new friend Max is not what they seem. Doni is a magpie and he is bad news. After a vicious murder, one of them is out for blood. There will be vengeance. Oh, and and that's what the weird Latin title is, Lex Talionis, means the law of retaliation or an eye for an eye. Oh, okay. When you first saw the early version of this, the draft scripts, the work that came from Liam Halen, who dropped it on your lap after seeing some work that you had done in your early days when you were breaking ground as a director. It did hit you, it did strike you as this is something that could go somewhere. 
It really did. It was like nothing I'd ever seen before. The humour in it is what really drew me in. You know, Liam has a great way with words and his dialogue is just electric. Yeah. He proved that with Love, Peace and Robbery. That was one that was an amazing hit. I remember seeing that some years ago. So to turn around and come up with another one called Lex Talionis goes to show you that he had serious intent in making us laugh probably on both sides of our faces. (laughs) Yeah, I mean, that's the beauty of the play. It's the beauty of life itself. It has, you know, really, really high moments and it has really dark moments too. What keeps you really invested in these characters, whether you remember or realise or hold on to the fact that they're birds, you sort of identify with them and, and with their personalities and with the journeys that they're going through and, and with the questions they're considering, you know, in their in their lives. Like I must admit, I've been following this journey myself for some years through some members of the cast whose own careers took off as a result of the exposure you got in Dublin. They got agents and they got further productions out of it as well. And your own career as a director has taken a particular journey because of this. So you have a lot to thank Liam Halen for day one. Um, what happened after you opened your first run at it? How was that received? It was probably better received than I think any of us anticipated. And I know that sounds really like strange to say, but I think we'd been working on it for so long mm-hmm. that we at the back of our hands and we weren't necessarily fully sure. I don't think you ever are when you're working on a show, like how it's going to be received. If people are even going to come and see it, of course, you know, yeah. we were a small brand new company in the Cork Midsummer Festival, which like is an amazing event that gives you amazing exposure and amazing opportunity to see work. But knowing that, you're kind of thinking, ah, sure, look, if we get half full houses, we'd be delighted. We sold out three performances, got great reviews, and the audience reaction inside the theatre was amazing. Like people were just, you know, laughing the whole way through. They were really taken along with Mm -hmm. the journey. Uh, so we were all really bubbling after it. <laughs> Did you manage to be able to sit in with the audience or were you working from behind the scenes during the run? No, luckily I got to sit in and mm-hmm. I was in knots. I didn't know what was going on. <laughs> I didn't know how to feel. And then by the last performance, I actually ended up sitting next to Lorraine May. <laughs> and that made me even more nervous. But like seeing her really beaming and enjoying it. And, and she's a great support. She's a wonderful person. It just really like solidified it for me that, yeah, this is really good. Like people are actually having a good time here. This is what you want. From there, obviously, the show was picked up. Word had started to get out. Did you get invited to the Fringe Festival or did you just try it and see what happens? Let's just go there anyway. Yeah, we did apply ourselves. Mm -hmm. Yeah. And again, a similar kind of thing and even more shaky, I think, than Cork of, you know, we're totally unknown up in Dublin. Mm -hmm. But the... The importance of getting work seen outside of Cork was the, was the major thing that pushed us. Mm. And and this idea of, of trying the work out without your friends and family around you and see really how it how it's received. And we got great reviews again up in Dublin. We were we were nominated for a couple of fringe awards. We didn't win any, unfortunately. But the recognition that comes with those nominations. Yeah. And again, that that kind of clarification of, yeah, this is good. You're on the right track. Keep going. 
you know, it's really encouraging. I suppose one of the secrets to your success was the a lot of work that was done in the early stages in terms of development. You got a bit of help from Kirkadurka, the cast themselves was the original cast all the way through, and they were part of what the piece would become itself. How much leeway did Liam Halen give you as the as the author? I'd say his head was scratched with us sometimes <laughs> because he came to us so early on with the script and because like me and him um, had had a couple of conversations and, you know, we'd taken our time to get to know each other. I didn't want him to think that I was going to come in and, and stamp all over his script and he didn't kind of know where I was coming from. Yeah. So we just kept him informed every step of the way. And when we had questions, we'd throw them at him. And then it was a real fluid, like just entertaining process for all of us, really. Anyone listening to us would now get a feeling that this is a show where an awful lot of love, inspiration, feeling, fun, play, thought and emotion has gone into it. An awful lot has been invested into this. So what we see today now is something that has been very well worked on, has been tried out, has been tried out in front of audiences, has done several festivals and is now coming back to Cork to try out a whole new experiment. And this was something you never thought you'd have to do. You're bringing it to the Everyman Theatre stage to perform in front of an empty house, but possibly the biggest audience you'll ever perform in front of, but they won't be there and you'll have to play it for sound. Yeah, it is unexpected for us, but one of those beautiful opportunities, you know, the idea of experimenting again, with a whole new way of storytelling that's obviously been thrown at us by this pandemic and these restrictions. But I think looking at it like that as an opportunity to say, okay, we can reach new people, we can reach new ears with this. And looking at the script and and thinking, okay, right, you're going to miss the visual of this. How can we pull our listeners in? So now you're going to have to find the energy of the four different characters. You're going to have to find their voices in a different way. We are. And unfortunately, one of our original cast members is based in London. You know, we were all disappointed at it. But for the sake of the three out of the four and for the sake of the name of the company and for delivering for the everyman, we we have a, another actor coming in to perform that role. So it's it's even new from that point of view for us as a company. Mm-hmm. A new input into, into the performance as well. A new pair of eyes as well. That's been really nice to have a new perspective on it. Like yeah. obviously it's a few years down the line so everyone's changed and everyone's gone through stuff. So everyone's coming back with a new outlook on it. And that just adds a new element then there's, there is a new voice in it. So even people who've seen or heard the play before, they'll also get a new experience just for those. How does Lex Talionis open itself up to an audience? Very quickly. <laughs> it moves at such pace, it just brings you along with it. You just listen yeah. to the characters and they'll take you on their journey. Do you have any memorable moments from the show from over the years? Any little stories that have stood out? Any Anyone that has stood out in your mind? Yeah, one of our rehearsal sessions, we took outside and we went to this small park behind Eason's Hill. Yep. Up by the Maltron Hotel, by the freaking crane around there. Mm. Lovely hot sunny day and we were having the crack outside just doing all the scenes and the cast were running around and there's like a couple of gravestones and there's benches and there's bits and pieces of ruins and stuff. And we were just jumping off of things and they were like caw, cawing around the place and just <laughs> like being birds and having the crack. And 
strange looks we got from like people who were watching us and then people who were like trying to ignore us and being like, what are they doing? Because everyone was off book and we were just playing and improvising. So there was no like visible signs that we were doing a play or anything. That was the day everybody left the nest. Anyway, I invite everyone to come along and join the two rooks. And the two magpies, Max, Mooney, Donny, and Hugh, as they gather together on their voyage towards the law of retaliation. Once a murder has been committed in the middle of this roller coaster ride of a script, it is one of those scripts that has kept growing and growing and growing and continues to grow under new conditions to be broadcast live from the Everyman Theatre stage next Thursday the 19th as part of the Played by Ear season that's going on there at the moment. Katrina Foley as director of the show thanks for telling me about the whole journey that it has brought you and the cast on and your new cast member as well and I can do nothing but highly recommend it and I'm only just quoting other people who have reviewed the play as being highly recommended in several festivals already. I think it's well worth a listen. It'll only be an hour and ten minutes long and it'll be one hell of a journey for people to take. Katrina, thanks for your time this morning. The best of luck with you and the cast on the night. Thank you so much, Connor. Thanks for the chat. Lex Talionis by Liam Halen opens on Thursday night for one night only. For everyone who wants to tune in to the Played by Ear season in the Everyman Theatre, it stars Blind McGowan as Doni, Una Bryan as Mooney, replacing Sinead Donnelly, who's based in London for the moment, Sinead McGee as Max, and Ashling McCarthy playing Hugh. It's a Wandering Star production with the Everyman Theatre. Tickets are only €9 Euro from everybancorg.com.